The war had broken the country, though their family was fortunate in comparison to most. They at least had a roof over their head, an income, and daily meals. Between the cafe and Guido's business sense, they found the war could turn a small profit for those not shy about taking advantage of a bad situation. Though her English was good, some of the terms the foreigners used baffled her. But she understood most of the conversation as they approached. Look, stop beating your gums about it. You're grounded, and that's that. But I've got more experience than most of those prunes you'll send up in my place. I'm no penguin. I need to fly. The Yank raised his voice in frustration. You might rather enjoy being a carrier pigeon, old chap, said the Tommy. Stop at places like this, pick up favors for the officers, and make a little extra cash. The Yank with dark hair said something she couldn't understand, but she got the gist of it from his tone. Look, pal, your ears ain't working too good anymore because of all the eggs you've dropped. Maybe the hearing will come back if you take some time off. But it's not safe for you or your crew if you can't hear commands. I'll blow it out your barracks bag, answered the sandy-haired soldier. I'll do it, but not willingly. She pulled Dante behind the counter and gave him the quiet sign with her finger to her lips. He sat obediently, alert with ears perked. With a sigh, she faced the men at the counter. How may I help you? Darlin, that's a loaded question. Looky here at this little dish, said the Yank with black hair. His smile didn't quite make his eyes and turned into a sneer. I want some of those sticky buns. The way he said sticky buns and looked her up and down sent the hair up on her arms. Dante let out a growl. Shh! Dido lass, give me three, added the thin, shorter Brit. You don't eat them, Eric. What you doing with them? I trade them for favors, Bob. And to bribe growling dogs, don't you know? He turned to Antonia and grinned. How much? Three hundred lira, she said, stone-faced. Blimey, he said as he pulled some coins from his pocket. I hope I don't need it for any mongrels. The pilot with wheat-colored hair put his elbows on the counter and leaned toward her. I could buy thirty loaves of bread at home for that much lettuce. But you are not home, soldier. You are here, in Benevento, and a sticky bun is one hundred lire. She meant to be rude, but his soft brown gaze made her heart race as if she just chased Dante across the field. His smile went to his eyes, adding crinkles to the corners. Her own lips turned up. The cost of supplies is very expensive these days, as you know. So I've heard. Give me five, he said with a wink. Maybe I can sweet-talk the captain into putting me back into a plane. Save your money, Ken. Your ears obviously ain't got any better in the last ten minutes, he answered, rubbernecking over the counter at Antonia's shapely calves. Get a load of that landing gear. Dante growled again, but this time showed sharp white teeth. I don't think he likes you much, Bob. Well, I don't care for him neither. Give me two of those and we'll get out of your hair. The men paid for the rolls and walked outside. She headed into the kitchen when that quiet, deep voice stopped her. I'd like to apologize for my friend. He's not a bad Joe once you get to know him. I don't think I care to, she said without turning around. It looks like I may be making regular trips through your town. Do you work here often? His tone dripped like honey from a ladle and poured over her. She felt her body turn toward him even as her brain told her no. My family owns it. I am here every day. So your father is Guido? He had resumed his place at the counter, balanced on his elbows again, inviting her back without a word. 
she found herself leaning on the counter from the other side. How do you know my father? The sign says Guido's Cafe. She laughed. Yes, it does. So you are no private eye, eh? He whistled then. You'd make Betty Grable green with envy when you smile. It makes those blue eyes sparkle like a fresh-cut diamond. You should do that more often. Her eyes lowered, embarrassed at the compliment and the image of the American pinup girl in a bathing suit. You should go catch up with your friends. My name is Ken Lawrence, he said and held out his hand. Antonia Capriati, she replied and took his hand. A tingle shot down her center and curled her toes. It's nice to meet you.